I didn't bother writing an intro for this week. So. <laughs> Can you just sing the theme tune, please? Which one? The da, final da, corner. Da, da, da. <laughs> oh, the final corner. Yeah. I didn't ever listen to it one and a half speed, so I get... <laughs> but I don't actually know if it sounds like that. Welcome back to the Final Corner Podcast, where we kind of got an F1 race, maybe, a bit of a parade. Nah. Let's discuss it. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss it, if that was a race or not. But we did get racing at Fruxton for the British Touring Cars, so at least we have some track action to talk about. My name is Colin, and as always, I'm joined by Tom and by Nick. Hello. Oh. Did you enjoy the F1 this week, lads? <laughs> I thought qualifying was really good. Qualifying yes. was good. Qualifying was amazing. And then the cloud really opened up and the world ended, basically. Yeah. Four hours of listening to Crofty padding for time. <sighs> Arguing Martin Bundle over everything. Yes. <laughs> really? I missed all this. I'm glad. Yeah. So do we want to do the F1 first and get it out of the way quick? Or do we want yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Save the best till last day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Formula One, Spa, practice. And that. Yep. On to the turn cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really excited for this one. I love Spa. Yeah, I was. Um, practice was kind of interesting. Leclerc crashed. Verstappen crashed. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten about that. It was yeah. dry. It was dry then. They both crashed. I thought, oh... Verstappen's car looks alright. Oh no, hang on a minute, it's missing a wheel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Raikkonen hit the pit lane. He did? Yes. The worst pit lane in the world. Yeah. He took my line into it when I'm playing the game. <laughs> uh, those cars are wide though, right? Wider than at the yeah. rear than the front. Although you'd think you'd be used to it by now. Yeah, did you not watch the go-kart and safety videos that you get shown every single time you go? <laughs> the carts are wider at the rear than they are at the front, so bear this in mind. That's uh, a good point. <laughs> motorsport oh, is a dangerous activity. Please keep your arms inside the car at all times. Unless you're just chickling. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, that was it for practice, I think. And then qualifying was pretty exciting because mm-hmm. it was wet but not too mm. wet so we actually got some running then q1 and q2 yeah it started out where most people were on the wet tires i think i believe yeah uh, all but the williams yeah and the williams were right because they were like five seconds quicker yeah mm. 11 minutes left there were five seconds george was five seconds quicker than max verstappen so that was interesting and i feel like the mercedes were on the wet the longest maybe could be wrong there yeah, they were I late. I think so, yeah. But both Williams were really good at, at that point. Oh, um, right at the start, mm-hmm. Latifi went off in the puddles. I forgot about that. And Oh, yes, he did. He nearly got stuck. Russell's first lap as well. Yeah, the the session was so long. that you. Mm-hmm. And I suppose right at the start was when it was at the wettest and they were on the inters. So it yeah. was a bit, and he was first on track, I think, as well. Um, yeah, it was a weird one, wasn't it? Because he he just ran a bit deep into the corner and then tried to cut across the grass. And spun then on spun the grass by doing that. Yeah, <laughs> well, the puddles were deep though as well, so I was surprised yeah. he got out of there. Um, that was basically Q one, though, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. Everyone then 
stuck on the inters and went quick, but apart from Yuki Tsunoda again. Yep. Mm, yeah. Bottom five was the usual suspects, wasn't you'd it? Think he'd be good in the rain. Mm. Yeah, you think so? Drivers are. Yeah, the commentary. I will uh, said that right. Mm. Oh, the Japanese drivers are you know amazing in the rain. Yuki Tsunoda P seventeen. But Mika Schumacher outqualified Raikkonen. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's fair play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second quicker than Mazepin. Yeah. Yeah. There's. It's hard to judge in the way, isn't it? But skill comes through in some parts in the way. Other times, it's just a bit of luck. Yeah. 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 True. Speaking of Mick, though, did uh, anyone get to see the build-up with thing of him driving his dad's car? Ah, was that this weekend? I saw a picture of it. it. Was. was it the Jordan with the seven up? Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Nice. I saw he had a celebratory helmet as well, right? Yeah, that didn't really get to see. Oh, oh well, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I it saw was, it on social media, that counts. What was good to see him driving the car was he was just, he sounded like a kid when he was driving the car. He just started sort of <laughs> shouting as he's driving along and saying how much fun it was. Oh, I bet the engine would sound good for him. Yeah. And I wonder if I can watch that on the YouTube somewhere. Was it a Sky thing? It was. Yeah. Right, so it might not be on. But if it is, I will add it to my playlist to watch to watch later. Yeah, they played it during Sunday as well, when everyone was sat about doing nothing. Oh, well, yeah, fair enough. I think Chan, Chan Hock got, had a go on it as well. He did. He is... Uh... Oh, yes, I can see it there. It's on YouTube, so I will watch that later. Good shout on that. Oh, man, that car looks so good. He's yeah. got not a bad gig for only doing 11 Grand Prix in his life. Yeah. Chandok. Yeah. He's got a QSTV number there. Getting to drive <laughs> some nice old F1 cars, turning up and giving four minutes of opinion every Sunday. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I wish that I is, had that. Yeah. yeah. That was good research there on the number of Grand Prix. Was, uh, <laughs> what was the team? Was it HRT? Yeah. HRT, and he got dropped halfway yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Mm. I suppose they had money issues, though. It could have been an issue there with that. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, he also is... I don't know if he's still, but... You know when you're saying he drove the old Grand Prix car? What, the Williams? Yeah, he's got the old... He's like Williams Classic, do they call it? Or Heritage, yeah. or something like this? He's their, like, test driver. Mm-hmm. And they've got a load of wealthy clientele who will own the cars, and he'll go, like, shake it down for them. Yeah. So that is also a custom gig. Yeah, you're right, Colin. <laughs> get to drive classic Formula One cars and uh, talk talk about your passion for a living. Yeah, jealous. But yeah, I didn't see that, so I'll watch it. Cheers. Yeah, it's worth a watch. It is on the Sky Sports F1 YouTube channel. Oh, and of course, just quickly, slight tangent. Fifteenth of September, Michael Schumacher documentary on Netflix. Looking forward to that. Hmm. Yeah. I deliberately haven't watched the trailer. I'll just watch it when it comes out. Oh. No, well, we won't talk about it then. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I hope it's not a fourth piece, and I hope it shows yeah. everything it should. It won't do. It no. probably won't. But uh, Michael Schumacher isn't a clean cut, greatest of all time driver. Ah. He's got another side that you need to talk about if you're going to do a proper documentary on Schumacher. Yes. I'm with you on that because it has got a lot of the family in there, which is great because mm-hmm. that's like an exclusive thing. But mm. Yeah, I want to see him squeezing Barrichello against the wall in Hungary, for example. Yeah, the ruthless oh. side of him. Yeah, yeah. 
the parking in Monaco was it 2006 in qualifying yep all that jazz anyway stop that tangent before we we'll, we'll probably <laughs> if it's any good we'll do a we'll mention it I'm sure in a future episode oh yeah yep Q2 and George Russell is I think in the top five in Q2 yeah. so comfortably through uh, Q3 for the first time in a couple of races but I think it's like the third or fourth time this year yeah mm-hmm. you get used to it now almost yeah exactly I wasn't too surprised Lando Norris was mega Q2 he looked mm. like he'd yeah. definitely shout with a pole yep and I was a bit surprised that both Ferraris were out yeah they, they seemed to struggle in the rain Mm. It, no it was really drying up towards the end as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was almost a dry line. I thought, ooh, are we going to slicks for Q3? Uh, spoiler alert, no. Uh, <laughs> well, Leclerc and Stroll were upset after Q2 because I think they only done one lap, one fast lap in an hour, so a couple of drivers were in too. I, I think Latifi had a similar thing. That. Yeah, Stroll was blowing up on the radio about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... Oh, Latifi put in one of his interviews was saying how he didn't get the uh, second lap in there either which I th- still think like if you take George Russell away he's still done an amazing job as Latifi P12 is really good for him yeah <laughs> but it's oh, easy yeah. to forget yeah but he's beaten Carlos Sainz Jr who's supposedly this rainmeister yeah and that Ferrari was not working in these conditions because Leclerc's out qualified him but only just they're both not through so the Ferraris and I thought at this point oh both Alpines are struggling but Ocon made it through actually mm-hmm. yeah Alonso he wasn't seemed to do too well but he I think he just missed the conditions mm, I feel like the Alpines left right to the end mm-hmm. so Ocon was slow with Fernando for most of that session but fair play put it out of the bag at the end uh, Crofty said some annoying stat which annoyed me I'm just going to mention Patel <laughs> has only won run one race since he last won at Spa. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for that. Because that's Fine. a stat. Yeah. Brilliant. Ah, dear. <laughs> We're going to trigger it, Colin in a minute. No, no. I'm, there's two <laughs> things there. I had to listen to Crofty a lot this weekend. And also, I'm getting annoyed at pointless stats and pointless records just in every Regardless sport. of who says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, there's like, oh, they're the first team not to concede a goal in the first 20 minutes of a game for the seven consecutive games ever. Like, that's not a stat. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Yeah. And you get you get an F1 with Croft as well. Like, you, we don't, that's not a record. That's not a stat. Like, shushed. Like, just... Yeah. There's so much data and information now, and especially if you're revisiting tracks and stuff, or you've got the internet as a tool to research and these amazing databases, I suppose you have more access to the information than ever, right? And if you happen to be on a paid TV service where you're trying to pad for yeah, six hours, whatever, regardless of a red flag, then you have to have a load lined up, right? Well, he does have some good stats, but the problem oh, is he just, has one good stat out of the 50 that he uses. Is <laughs> <laughs> the problem, I think. Some of them are quite interesting, but majority are not. Yeah. I couldn't do what... what he's doing or any commentator is doing to clarify but mm. that, one, that one was a bit like come on now no I, c- I could pad for time for six hours watching <laughs> watching Lando Norris take a nap in the pit lane I mean yeah. how hard can that be just be well. a giant knob and you'll get paid it'd be great Q3 yeah Q3 Q3 starts and it is pouring down yeah it is proper dark proper wet 
I think Nick Lando's the first one out, mm-hmm. and he's everyone's I think reporting back that it's too wet. Fatel was on the radio well, shouting for red flag. Yeah. Norris said he was Ackle playing on, and then he's the first one to Orouge radio on, and he has a slight sideways moment mm-hmm. coming towards the top of the hill, corrects it, and then goes flying into that dreaded wall. Yeah, on the inside, mm. which. Seems to be causing a lot of issues, and he's out, red flag, session over. What I would say is we have, we've talked about this while, this while for a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind again. Correct. We've talked about this wall for a while. Oh, we mentioned it in a previous podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So there's no surprise, especially after what we saw with W Series this uh, this weekend as well. Yeah, that was insane. Um, We should touch upon that. That was mad, but that 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 was weather that, related as well. That was weather related, yeah. And mm-hmm. there's nothing FIA could do about that in that respect, where it suddenly starts raining when everyone's on slicks. Yeah, I'm glad everyone's okay with that. By the way, um, this one, I I don't think it's aquaplaning though, right? No, no, it's not aquaplaning as such. It's just lost the car through there. And and it's for me. The, the key thing is how the car was lost. Mm-hmm. This is another thing we mentioned. Whatever it is with this tire, the or these tires, I should say, and maybe it's the aerodynamic rule set at the minute. No one can catch a slide unless it's tiny. You either yeah catch a tiny movement or mm. you have overcorrection and it snaps back the other way. Mm-hmm. And that happens all the time. I mean, we laugh and joke about Mazepin in um, Bahrain, but that's what happened to him. You know, slide, slide, whoop, snap. Uh, Yuki Shinoda, I don't know, every race weekend. Um, <laughs> Perez, we'll come to that in a bit. Same thing. So, yes, I do believe the wall needs to be changed at Spa, but I do think there are other factors that cause that. I don't think yeah. it was necessarily aquaplaning, therefore maybe the quantity of water was okay-ish. It was still really bad. Yes. And also, it's just this whole snap, this whole snap scenario they've got, which is mad. They did say, um, or someone said, that the conditions in Q3 at the start were actually worse than the ones they had during the race that was, you know... Really? Race. Oh, right. It looked worse. Yeah. It looked yeah. a lot worse. Mm. Good it news, was... though, is that it's going to be changed next year. They're going to move that barrier back because they're reprofiling mm-hmm. that whole section. They're not changing the corner, but they're changing everything around it, and I think they're changing the grandstand. So that it can accommodate bikes again. And yeah. they're introducing gravel traps around Atle Rouge and several other places around the track. So I mean that's not a work of a changed. moment. So they've clearly been working on that for a while. So I would say that it's been a few years in the making that. Yeah. And I would say then they've seen all these accidents at the spa twenty four hours and gone, Yeah, we need to do something here. Because that's where mm. the big ones have been the last few years. Like I don't think there's been a big accident in F one up there for a while. Um, mm, not for a few years. Reno when Magnuson was Magnuson and his little mm-hmm. head restraint fell off, which was scary. I felt. Yeah, you know that then, bit that comes around. Then there was the F two mm. crash two years ago. The F two crash is the is the is the huge Anton yeah, Hubert very sad. That is a huge one, and maybe the plan was enacted from that point on. We don't know. It's pure speculation. But. I think it was before that actually. Ah, okay, right. I think, but it was it was being championed by the bosses by. Natalie mm-hmm. Mailet, who okay. was murdered two weeks ago. 
Yeah, that's um, mad. She was apparently the one, the one that was championing it as okay. the CEO of the track, and I think it's all. Mm. I think it may be government funded actually, or EU oh. funded the changes. I think it's like eighty yeah, million. Eighty million. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So well, there's a big the Earth bank need to remove, so it's not straightforward. Yeah. No, no, it's a big job. But um, I'm glad. I'm glad they're changing it. I'm glad they're changing that. that that's what mm-hmm. we've been asking for. So that that was the time to announce the change. Yeah. Um, I mean, part of me thinks though it was only. Oh, I suppose it was W series and other stuff. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I did like the way Brundle put it as well. Um, well, first of all, when they were actually watching it live, and you see Lando disappear under the trees where the helicopter was. Well, I don't know if it was a helicopter or just a crane camera, but he said, oh, "Has he gone round?" Mm. And I'm thinking, you couldn't see anything. How did he know? And then instantly he did. Ah, yeah, well spotted. But, um, he called it a champion's crash. Oh. Which I thought was an interesting way of putting it, but it's due to his commitment and bravery to just go up there through uh, the conditions. The Jacques Villeneuve method. Yeah. Because he used to try and go flat every year and he would crash every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to, I mean, one year, uh, there's actually an interesting podcast. I mean, obviously, you should be listening to this Final Corner podcast first. But other than that, Formula One has a Spotify exclusive series where it's like documentaries. It's okay. I've listened to the one I've listened to was when the VR Honda team, Villeneuve and Zonta, both crashed in qualifying, trying to outdo each other by going flat through a Rouge and Radium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I can see the comparison. Let's see what Bundle's saying. There's been a lot of commentary on that corner of the weekend. A lot of people are not wanting it change, but I think the important bit is they're not changing the corner, mm, they're correct. changing the barrier. Which is so what we'd like. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to have a lethal or near lethal crash if you get orders wrong. Mm. There's enough yeah. punishment if you get that wrong at the top of that hill, yep. and not have that barrier. So I mean, I think it's a good, good bit of progress. Um, Vettel pulled over as well, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, that was a nice thing because he hadn't been told if Lando was okay or not. It was just behind him, he wasn't it? Yeah, and he asked the team, "Is he okay?" And he got no reply, so he pulled up and gave him the thumbs up to ask if he was okay. Yeah, now that is reminiscent of Senna yes. Eric, Co- Eric Comas, right? We, uh, yeah, I was n- trying to remember the name of the other Eric driver. Co- yeah, 92. Because uh, on the run-up to this race, actually, the Formula 1 YouTube channel put five feel-good moments, and they put feel-good as one word with no space and a capital G. What? <laughs> uh, at the Spa, Frogger Shomps, Belgium Grand Prix. And that's the first clip. It's different <laughs> because... yeah. Norris is knocked, knocked out and Vettel doesn't get out of the car but similar mm. circumstance where one car's crashed in and the other car's pulled over yeah but that was the end of uh, Norris's run it was and amazingly the, the same car would have started the race oh okay it, they re- rebuilt that car using the same chassis and the same engine wow that's why he was on the grid that's, that's amazing to, starting from the pits it had a gearbox change wow that's stunning. The rigidity yeah. of the main chassis must be very high. Well, I think if when you watch it, he sort of went in with the front corner. Right. And then it sort of spun around and took the other corners off, mm. but the chassis itself didn't actually take a big hit. Right. Also, the, the corners are built to deform, right? Which dis- dissipates energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very clever. So though it was a big crash, I don't think it was as bad as it actually looked on telly. Right. Um... That, well, there was a red flag. There was another crash. Did it? Did you see that? <laughs> was that the Carton one? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Uh, so Formula One can't race in the rain like that, but the go karting at Spa could. 
Yeah. I feel so sorry for that guy. How, <laughs> how crap would you feel? Your, your go-kart and crash has been caught by 300 million people. <laughs> yeah, so th- if only they knew his name and could put it up I on know. the screen at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that fan was crying when Raikkonen retired and then they... they that child oh, yeah. pulled him out. They should have had the, the interview with the guy who had put his go-kart in the gravel while the red uh, flag was out. <laughs> Ted wasn't on, but that's the sort of thing he would have done. Yeah. <laughs> right, qualifying results. Prepare yourself. George Russell was almost on pole. He was on pole for about yeah. 20 seconds yeah. before Max beat him. But when? George Russell's P2 amazing. in a Williams. Oh, God, that's amazing. What? When the first purple sector went in, the commentators went, could, 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 could George yeah. Russell be on pole? And I went, shut up. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just got a just, good setup to no. sector one or the straight, or, I don't know. Weirdly, he had more downfalls than everyone else, but he was still quicker in the first sector, which is just wow. the straight and one goal. Well, that, that could have been, does it include Rouge Radion? Yeah, it does. Wow. Impressive that, because he could have, mm. yeah, he's, put, he's clearly uh, balls to the wall through there. Yeah, no, it was ridiculous. They, he said that um, he was told he was P1 and he's just waiting for the other cars to pass him and they, they kept coming back to him saying that Hamilton was slower. Yeah, <laughs> just Perez each was, one slower. was slower. Yeah. Oh no, Perez already went before that, didn't he? Yeah, he did one mm. quick lap at the end, right? In, th- in mm-hmm. theory, they, they timed it all right so he had the right electrical energy and the right tyre prep and stuff. Some people went twice mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Well, they did one fast lap, they slowed down, then did another. I think George just did, let's go. Yeah. Which worked out well. Yeah, Yoshka Pito came on the radio, which I think is the first time, right? Yeah, it sounded so, yeah. emotional. When the, I'm not surprised. When the big boss is on the phone, you know he'd done a good job. Yeah. And it wasn't just a one-off either, was it? He was quick in all sessions. Yeah. Absolutely nailed so. through all of them. Mm. Wonderful. There was any doubts of her disability? I think they're gone now. Whoa. Yeah. Well, he can't race. He can't race and he can't start, <laughs> but he's quick. So I did see a lot of there. interesting comments on the internet, which were um, congratulating everybody else but him. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's a really? slight side way of um, dissing him. Now we've got a new strategy of the doubters, hmm. which is. Oh, amazing for Ricardo and Vettel and Gasly and Ocon and Leclerc and Latifi. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your eyes peeled for that on the internet. It's good fun. <laughs> so it was Max on pole with George Russell P2. Hamilton third. And then Ricardo fourth. Fair play, yeah. fair play to him. We slated him last week and he that was a good performance for him. I feel like he came back to death as well. Like last Was it last lap set? I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, brilliant drive from Ricardo. Yeah, and then you've got disappointment from the two number twos. Perez, P7, Bottas, P8, but he obviously had a five-place penalty. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. bad from Bottas, right? Yeah. Well, that's just he, bad. Yeah. He's two and a half seconds slower than Hamilton. Yeah. And Perez is almost two and a half seconds slower than Verstappen. So. There was a thing where Perez did an early lap and then weren't him and Bottas close on the track for the end. That could have impacted mm. both their time. Hamilton was ahead anyway. Was that Hamilton, Perez, Bottas? Or was that earlier on in the session? <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, I'm going to say that and stick with it. And maybe that affected <laughs> their times. Uh, what One thing that annoyed me were, was that two two people 
got George Russell started on the front row in front row in Sakia, right? Yes. Yes. Um, a certain commentator, I'm not going to say my name off because we're kicking him too hard, but was like, he didn't say it, but he was like, oh, and it's alluding to George Russell's first front row start, but I didn't quite get the, the exact wording. So, okay, free pass. But then Matt Webber interviewed him. Mm. Sorry? Oh, sorry, he did say that, but he added maybe as an afterthought in a Williams. Ah, right, okay, so there was a gap. So fair enough. Matt Webber didn't say that. He just went, well done for claiming your first front row start as his, as his opening question. <laughs> Matt Webber is bloody awful. <laughs> He's so bad at the uh, podium. A podium or post-qualifying interviews. What's going on there? He is terrible at interviews. <laughs> he's not great at commentating either, but he's no. shocking at interviews. <laughs> what? I was. I thought Sky were bad the other week, but Mark Webber takes it to another level. He, he couldn't get his words out on all the questions. Like when he was talking to Hamilton, I don't exa- have the exact wording, but if I did have it, I'd be here all week. Trying to... <laughs> he did like one question fine, but the second or third one's like... But uh, Lewis just didn't... Lewis answered politely, but just didn't answer his question because it was gibberish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they don't ask a question in a sentence. They're like speaking of like a paragraph, and they get lost halfway through. Yeah. And switch topics, and ah, uh, it's terrible. Just I don't know it's what one that sentence. Is. How was your qualifying? Yeah, I wonder how if that is a brief to elongate it or to fit in a certain number of questions, or they've got people talking mm. in the ears. There's all these things that we don't know, right? But from the viewer perspective. The director, producers, and everybody involved just needs to say, "Yeah, short questions, or oh, just get Louise Goodman. She managed to do long questions and get gets them out most of the time." Yeah, she used to do a formula. That's very true. And she's got a media training business. She need, they all need to go to her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we've spoken a long, long time here about qualifying. Yeah, and, well, well, um, that's the end, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, longer than we would have because there's fake all else to talk about. Um, well, there was Perez celebrating his new contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good that he's yeah. got a contract. I think we called that, didn't we, yeah. last week? Yeah. Yeah. It's great news for him. Um, unfortunately, bins it on the formation lap. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to do, but it still no. shouldn't no, be. Another no, stat, no, no. the other way. No, no, no. Mm. No, I'm not giving that easy to do. <laughs> it's the formation lap. No one else did it. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Like Verstappen last year, you didn't have to do that. You were driving too fast. Right, that's that's it. Mm. So he, <laughs> I'm not impressed. With him. Lucky that he started the race. Very lucky. Well, kind of yeah. to get zero points. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The delay the start of the race. The delay the start of the race. The delay the start of the race. Then the delay the start of the race, and then they get going. And then they cancelled the start of the race. Mm-hmm. And it was drier when they first postponed it than mm. it was when they got going. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunity, maybe. Should have just started to bind the safety car. I probably wouldn't have got it going, but you would have had a legitimate thing to say, well, I've done five laps behind the safety car and yeah. tried. What instead happens is the red flag they've raised before it starts suspends the start procedure nobody really knows if the race has started or not or how many laps is going to happen and if the clock has started and we get two hours of speculation on if the clock started and how many laps are left they then suspend the clock two hours in at the three hour window Mm -hmm. and then they go out for two laps and a complete downpour which is is not drier than it ever was and then stop after they finish two laps 
mm-hmm. which classifies it a race. Everyone gets half points. Nikita Masman gets a fastest lap. And <laughs> it's a complete farce and a waste uh, of my Sunday afternoon. Good exposure for Mercedes, yeah. do you think? Road cars, that is. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> yeah. And I bet Aston Martin are kicking themselves that this wasn't around where they, yeah. <laughs> where they had the safety car. <laughs> I kind of wanted... Um, because they kept sending, was it Alan van der Merwe, I think his name is, in the medical car round, oh, right. because the safety car was at the front of the pit queue. But I wanted them to send the safety car out as well, and then those two could at least have a run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he almost binned it a couple of times as well. <laughs> he did. He was he was sideways through a couple of the really? it was quite. That was the best thing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> was it in America as well? In his estate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I just, I thought it was a complete farce the way it was handled. And well, what do you think about running for two laps just so that we had a classification and could give out half points and proper, possibly avoided giving people refunds when they might have been due them? Skip, that's a skeptical picture. Yeah. I don't think Apparently it's that. that's not what it is, but it isn't, and that's due to the the um the circuit rather than yeah, Formula yeah. One. Yeah, um, it did feel weird that there was a podium. Yeah. I know they probably got to do it, but then they did the whole. Na- did they do the whole national anthems and the champagne spraying and the champagne music? Yep. I, I didn't get to see it, I, and it was just like, I oh, just this turned is off by that point. Uh, I did see so, a couple yeah. other things. There's a funny video going social around social media today where uh, there's like a safety car driving around the inner circuit um, mm-hmm. area, and in front of the crowd, the, the marshals like stop him for a fake pit stop. And <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw that. That was quite funny. And then apparently the car park was like worse than Glastonbury Festival. It was just mud, dead tractors pulling everybody yeah. out up until, you know, until long after it was dark. So I feel sorry for the people who waited, got wet, didn't get their money back, didn't see a race, and then got their car destroyed in a muddy field. They were in good cheer, though. I'll give them that. Yeah. They kept cheering the uh, medical car every time it went round. Yeah. What else is it to do? Yeah, but I mean, they could have just <laughs> sat there bored. But I think they had no choice in terms of what they had to do mm. in the end but there needs to be better systems in place for this if it ever happens again there needs to be a better yeah. well having a meeting thing. we'll see what happens yes uh, I just well, I just quickly while I mentioned access roads I forgot to mention this the other week and there's not a clear video on YouTube but when there is an onboard one at some point I'll share it with you both and everybody listening should, should watch it the WRC the World Rally Championship had the Belden Rally EAP, uh, recently on the final mm-hmm. day, they did, well, two stages repeated, so four stages at Spa, and you've never seen Spa like it. They start in the village, they'd race down the roads, they, then they come on the access roads, past the portaloos, then <laughs> onto the track. Then they do another one where they start at yeah. the other village, and they come onto the, the other half of the track. And they're using the pit lane, and uh, yeah, like this access road, you saw that video of the fake pit stop and stuff. They actually rallied down it yeah. and then came out of the barrier onto the track. It's really bizarre. <laughs> so that's, well, that's, that was more interesting than this race, obviously. Mm. Well, yeah. I've got a controversial tweet as well to read out. Will this get us removed from the internet? I don't know. TV's <laughs> Top Gears, Chris Harris tweeted something so bad he deleted it, apparently. He got a lot of abuse and deleted it. But someone screenshotted it, and I'm going to read it out. <laughs> this is June. Understand the concerns, but this isn't the best look for F1. Tell the drivers not to be dicks. Run behind the safety car for a bit to clear some water and get on with it. They're paid big bucks because it's a risky sport. Don't fancy it? Let someone else have a go. Send tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do see his point. 
I see. I don't quite agree with it. Yeah, because um, a few of them said it wasn't too wet to drive. It was too much spray to see where they were going. There was enough grip on the track. Right. Um, Not sure you couldn't do see about that. Maybe the aerodynamics the are bringing lights. up more spray or the tyres. I don't know. Well, that's what Gasly has said now. He said they need to look at changing the the spray, basically. Right. So there isn't as much spray coming off the cars, but I'm not sure how they can do that. No, I'm not sure they can do that, because you'd have to test it somewhere with two cars on a permanently wet track. That's expensive. <laughs> well, the new regulations next year are going to have the airflow coming straight up out of the cars, aren't they? To try and mm. get the dirty air away from the cars behind. Mm. So is that going to help with the spray, or is that just going to launch it higher and make it worse? It's probably going to make it worse if you're launching the air directly upwards. Yeah. Although you could, it's probably launching some out the driver's eye line, but now it's just getting Mm -hmm. fired at the driver behind. Vettel laid a little um, hint of it being to do with Pirellis as well. It could be. Mm. We didn't have this problem with the Bridgestones. It did. But then they had completely different aerodynamics as well. Different rules completely. It could even be asphalt, like if the circuit's been relayed or, or all sorts. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Just, someone still doesn't sit right with me that they've classified a race result after two parade laps and qualifying half points as well yeah the half points is what makes it a bit more acceptable to me but in principle yeah. that is a farce and they need to change the rules because that's yes. that's not on mm. I think having the, the rule as completing two laps to get the half points they kind of just had to do it but that, that rule needs to be changed I think that's the way to do it. It's not as easy as this either, but in NASCAR they just do it on the Monday or the Tuesday. Yeah, I don't think there was a provision to do it because they're in Zandvoort this weekend. And also, as they said during the commentary many times, the marshals wouldn't be available. Well, they are in NASCAR. (laughs) Uh, But they're paid, aren't they? I don't know, probably. Yeah. So, I don't think there was provision to do it, but they need to get something to allow that to happen in future as well. Yeah, tricky one though, isn't it? I know I'm saying it mm-hmm. in a facetious fashion. I'm not genuinely believing it's possible, but that is the example people were saying, and it's true. I think. I it, don't know if they could do something where they just reward like a minimum amount of points for qualifying positions, like maybe ten to one for the top ten. Every every qualifying if, session. No, no. I mean, if a race has to oh, be abandoned, right, yeah, backup plan because the qualifying kind of has to be recognised in some way I think but I don't know Tricky one what would you do Colin? Sack the lock sack, sack the lot of them be done <laughs> <laughs> Yeah sack the lot of them and start causing the cars we'll, we'll, we'll race in the way <laughs> uh, No I just I mean points are given out for the race or a sprint and this, the mm-hmm. qualifying's neither so that's it artificially giving out points doesn't seem right but a tenty can I agree with you, Nick. If they can't run the race, give a tenty one for qualifying. That seems mm. the fairest. Bring mm. bring back the old scoring system for just for that. No, no, yeah. that was only eight, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was only six originally. Six Ten. and eight. Yeah, yeah. So tenty one. Yeah, I'll go with that. UFA president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting for you next time. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, driver standings down to three points at the top. Who's leading? Was Hamilton. Ah, okay. Hamilton says it was a farce that was run. Alonso says it was a complete farce that was run. Uh, Perez missed out on points because he crashed. Oh, look at that, two hundred two point mm-hmm. five. 
Yeah. And so it promoted a couple of cars into points. So, yeah. Alf. Alan Stroll got a penalty. Did he? Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. What? How? How? Because <laughs> <laughs> they changed his rear wing oh, they did. during the downside, downtime. They did, yeah. And they were going to give him a drive-through penalty if the race ever started, uh, but it didn't. So they gave him a time penalty on his standings. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, Alfa Romeo are spitting feathers, right? Yeah, they're raging. Yeah. I can understand why, but I still don't see what else they could have done at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Ru- I saw a crazy rumour today that, that Raikkonen is retired and the Bottas deal is done to get him in Alfa. Did Drivers were all a bit coy over the weekend of the question. Normally there's like a straight denial. Mm-hmm. Whereas George George was asked, do you know what's happening? Are you waiting on our things to move? And he just said yes. Bottas mm-hmm. kind of hinted, maybe I know what's happening. I just want to talk about it. So I think it's all kind of settled as well. well. Toto did say that. He, he says he made a decision has been made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that they're delaying the sort of presentation of it until whoever the driver that hasn't got mm. the drive has got the drive of their own. Which is Bottas. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. And there was rumours floating about the Twitterverse today, which means that they're true, obviously. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> got that from Twitter. There you go. Yeah. The, the Red Bull are apparently pushing for Alex Albon to get the Williams seat, whereas Mercedes are pushing for some of their F2 drivers to get it. Mm. Oh, that's weird. Oh, yes, I'm kicking myself as well because the other week we we're like, oh, who does Mercedes have on their payroll? But I've got Stoffel van Dorn and is it Nick de Vries who's just become an FIA world do, champion yeah. in Formula E? Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. it's Nick de Vries that they're mostly pushing for Mercedes ah. the Williams. Well, he is he is a world yeah. champion now because Formula this is the first year Formula E is an FIA approved world championship for drivers, mm-hmm. and he was the F2 champion as well. Yeah. So he does have pedigree. Mm, that'd be good. Alex Albon and Ammonians would be interesting, though. No? Bizarre. That would. that would be five Red Bull drivers on the grid, essentially, although I imagine there'd be a mm-hmm. break in his Red Bull contract. But still, that would be quite interesting. See how he I'd does. like to see it. I'm sure Kvyat is still trying to get a seat somewhere as well. Is he Alpine Reserve? Yeah, I think so. Mm, I don't see him coming back, to be honest. Oh, no, I don't. I think he I deserves just, it. I can see him trying. Yeah. Anyway, wow, we've managed to go uh, a long time with zero race. That's good. Mm. <laughs> there was yeah, a lot of controversy to talk about, so it's it's different. Yeah, yeah. Probably the only kind of interesting thing is that the McLaren Ferrari fights now three and a half points towards McLaren. Ooh, Ferrari coming yeah. at you! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we weren't the level last time. Uh, oh. Mercedes, no Mercedes, McLaren are a couple ahead. Right. Mm-hmm. And Williams are on twenty points now. That's uh, yeah. that's mad. Alpha Romeo's on three and Haas are on zero. So I think that's the bottom three pretty much sorted for the year. But yeah. the fastest lap <laughs> for in the history books forever and ever. It should be a fastest lap though. It wasn't. A I race know enough. it's so dumb. It shouldn't <laughs> be body points. It wasn't a race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so shall we get on a British touring cars? Yes. Let's get on some racing. Qualifying, Robot was on pole with Helen Cook behind, Butcher, Alfred Morgan, Sutton, Lloyd, Turkington. Surprise was Shedden down in 14th, but he had an off on his fast lap. Had some issues, 
uh, had his brakes on fire in the pits at one point. Oh, and didn't see any of that. well, it could have just been one brakes, but it was uh, and apparently his fastest lap was on used tires. Uh, there was a weird interview, I don't know if you saw it, where Louise Goodman on race day was asking him about qualifying and he said there's a load of issues. He said, oh, what issues? And he just wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> so she sort of went, oh, so you're skirting past it then? <laughs> it was, was Dan Camish uh, in the back of the uh, garage somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a, a few people had moments. Hamilton spun and Jade Edwards went off slightly. Otherwise, it was yeah. relatively quiet. Mm-hmm. Moffat was 18. I thought he was anonymous all weekend. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what's all that about? We were, yeah. we were talking about recently, and that's what you get. Yeah, and Jane Edwards, I thought, the male 19. Because in the, the cars that she beat. Mm-hmm. She, had a little, she had a bad weekend, really, because of weird stuff. But yeah, you're right. She was good at yeah. qualifying that. Much improved. So, race one? Yeah. Race one. Uh, Cook takes Hill off the line, which is a common theme of the day. <laughs> Whoever starts yep. in third immediately gets past second place in every race because the grid's wrong. And it's just <laughs> not... The track's too wide. And is that like, what it is? They're like six car like widths apart and whoever's in second yeah. just goes straight past them every time. So Hook, Cook takes second from Hill and then often gets Robottom. Yep. Runs Robottom out wide for the complex and mm-hmm. he ends up dropping down to fourth from Paul. And then never really recovered. So no. we've got Cook in the lead, who is apparently the Thruxton expert. Well, it seems that way, because he's not... Well, he had some ballast on board as well, right? So, fair mm-hmm. play on that. Yeah, I think he had 30-odd mm. kilos. But yeah, The king of Thruxton, as they've now been called. Yeah, because he won two races earlier this year, right? So, mm-hmm. this and he was imperious uh, from that point on. I mean, Hill, yeah. Hill and Oliphant were close, but the top three just disappeared and there wasn't anything going on. No. Mm. Oliphant did get past Hill, but then I think Hill retook it. Ah, uh, yeah. Back up into second. It was a dive... Oh, was it at the final chicane? Oh, it was a dive bomb, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside, he went around the outside. It was amazing. Um, At the last chicane, like Robottom style, as we call it now, I guess. Oh yeah, that was brilliant because he got back into line yeah. before even getting yeah. into the. Goal. It didn't make any sense. No, uh, but there's this whole thing of maybe the BMWs take a couple of laps to warm up tires. That's true. And it was almost like he drew he drove with that in mind. It was so weird. Like obviously making a move was that in mind, but he was like, oh, but then also you know there's going to be space for me to pull in and make the apex on the normal line. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, incredible driving that. Good one from Jake Hill. Hmm. Then Paul Rivet has a spin and exit to church. He runs it wide while he's side by side with someone. Code I think Brown. it was one of the I think it was Bordley. Yeah. He's side by side Going sideways to the grass seemed to damage the side of his car. That was thought was really weird. Well well made a lot of sense, but yeah. A lot of grass issues this weekend, which is mm. not something you get in Formula One. Because there's no <laughs> grass. But no, no. <laughs> unless they go to Suzuki. But uh obviously at Truxton it's that's your runoff area, which is sketchy, but I still mm. like it. I mean, it's frustrating if someone goes off site and fills a radiator up and have to, has to retire. But that, that's the risk of racing, right? If it was a wall, you'd break your car. So, yeah, it was kind of refreshing to see it in a way. I felt Ingram's fighting with Proctor and then straight lines the last chicane. He was on the outside of the penultimate corner and ended up straight lining the chicane. Mm. 
And then I think it was two laps he kept Proctor behind. Proctor was flashing his lights and everything. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Ingram let a pass, which, to be honest, I thought that he should have done immediately because yeah. he kept position. And then Proctor's lost at least a lap before he gets passed. I think it was actually, I think it was two, but he lost mm-hmm. at least one. And yeah, I thought Tom should have gave it right away. I think so as well. I don't know if he was um, deliberately taking his time over it so as it would spread the rest of the cars out a bit more because he did say he was thinking about it for a couple of laps whether should should he or shouldn't he give it back but I don't know if that was just him trying to pretend mm. Mm. yeah not I, too sure I, it wasn't it wasn't like um, Proctor was ahead but it was definitely close enough to where he would have had a go on the chicane yeah. at least yeah. had a chance to get past more on that chicane later <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Brody Butcher then has a completely mad dive up the inside of Robot and went to complex yeah and I can't believe Paul O'Neill didn't call it a, a big hip and shoulder like he does every other time he <laughs> <laughs> just fires up the inside and yeah. somehow they both stay on the track and Robot keeps the place yeah it's yeah I don't know how he got away with that. <laughs> Every time they cut on board with Rory Butcher or show him, it looks like he's about to have a massive crash because he's <laughs> he's always on the edge or always doing something quite dangerous and yeah. aggressive. I just don't trust it. Yeah, I just no, trust no, him. No. Yes, if that makes sense. No, it's it's it like, always <gasps> ends in tears at some point for him. It's yeah. like watching Chris Meekin to be honest, but that's another reference for another time. <laughs> uh, Dan Lloyd then got a five second penalty for an out position start. Thank goodness the graphics mm-hmm. are fixed. We've covered that before, but mm-hmm. yes, yep. Is a yeah. I don't know how it seems to be this track breeds dodgy starts for a lot of people, which yeah. I don't really understand. I don't understand. Is it about, maybe because it starts on a corner? Yeah, there's got to be something there yeah. until we're sat in a car on that grid, which is hard to, hard to tell, right? Hmm. But yeah, Plato got it in. Uh, tw- oh, it's like we lost year, right? Twenty nineteen, and mm-hmm. he was kicking off for ages, right? And yeah, that set the template because then this has been a real common thing all year, actually, hasn't it? At every race mm-hmm. weekend, yeah. there seems to be a five second penalty for this because the rule is you can't have your splitter over the line, which changes. Ah, yes, daft. daft. I, think. I think it's daft. In the past, you'd mm. have the wheels on the line, and then the length of your car in front is whatever the length is, right? You can you can feel where the wheels are. I don't know. It's, I think I feel like it's easier to line up. The wheels on the line than it is your bumper. Well, clearly it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, that, yeah, I agree. It's not. I don't think that's right. Mm. Sutton in this race took an interesting line. We, I feel like we talk about it too much, and I feel like the commentary talks about him too much. But he's a legend, and he's amazing. <laughs> They're talking about how it's not just a soft setup, but it's the entire geometry of the car has been deliberately designed. Uh, when they made the new Infinity chassis around this whole mm-hmm. softer setup, and you know we were saying at Knock Hill, he had this line over it where it was like a big leap over the chicane, mm. but yeah. it would like use it sparingly. He had a similar mm. one at, at Church at Thruxton, where he'd, he'd yeah. almost be four wheels over that curb if he wanted to make a move down the next line, next straight. I'm not yeah. sure he used it often, but it certainly you could see occasionally it would, it would cut a lot more of the inside than everyone else because the car clearly can ride that. It's not as unsettled as everybody else. Yeah. 
But um, I was thinking about it as well in that people keep saying how good that Infinity is. But it's how good it I is know. in Ash Sutton's hands. Yeah, it's, this is what was frustrating me. Because it was the same with the Subaru and it was the same in some ways with the MG. How long does it take before people just say he and the setup and the engineers and the philosophy of the car all working together is is the package, right? Yeah. Rather than, oh, it sounds like they're making it sound like, oh, it's got. I was watching the commentary thinking, oh, well, they're going to peg back the Infinity now, aren't they? Mm. They're talking up the advantage of it so much. But it's it's the unit, it's the package, yeah. it's everything together. I agree with you there, Nick. And it, it's, like, it's starting to wind me up a little bit. Yeah. And the fact that he spent all winter doing his testing with full ballast to be used to. Right. He, he said he didn't wow, do any laps smart. with low ballast in winter testing. Wow. Yeah. Clever mm. man. He, he's too good for touring cars, isn't he? He is. He needs, he needs another drive somewhere. I don't know where he would go, though, but like. Yeah. WEC, IMSA prototypes in America, supercars in Australia. World I don't know cross. if GT Key 3 cars would. World Rally Cross. Oh, yeah, that would suit him, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a great shout. I would. <laughs> there's a there's a crossover from touring cars to rallycross yeah. because it's it's short, sharp, and elbows and out, violent, <laughs> hip and shoulders, <laughs> yeah. And there's oh, I just wish more than anything that he yeah, gets a drive in another series. Mm. I don't think GT cars would work for him. No. Yeah, something that's a bit rough and tough, edgy. Come on, it it delivered the goods. He did. And then was it Nick Hamilton? I think and then had a a lovely moment at church as well. Ooh, another scary one. No, no crashes from either, though, right? No. So that's good. Butcher then took fourth through the complex and Sutton followed him mm-hmm. to get past Robottom. Robottom faded away in this one. He did, yeah. Stunning lap in qualifying, superb effort. In the race, just wasn't mm-hmm. quite there. Bit of a shame. Uh, Still I good for Robottom, but. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the, 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 what used to be the works Honda just. Doesn't seem to get on par with the BTC one this year. Yeah, weird that. Uh, I think uh, every race meet, mm. yeah, and every race meet, the BTC just looks more comfortable in the race. Yeah, because Cooks had his off weekends, but Proctor it, during those off weekends has upheld the honour, right? Yeah. So there's mm. always been a BTC up there. And interestingly, the BTC has a Swindon engine now, right? I don't know if that's a factor. I'm not sure. I know traditionally the. Um Team Dynamics have always run the Neil Brown ones. Yeah, they still do this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, I don't think that was a factor, but mm. I I'm also not sure BTC was even present at the mid-season test. You know, but I, I'm not going to say that outright. So please, someone let me know on Twitter at Tom H. Log. Was I right or wrong about that? I think they were because I think <laughs> Proctor was they? fastest. Ah, okay. Take that I one. think that's a good that's point. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alden. Um, yeah, that as well. <laughs> oh god let's move let's move on from that swiftly yes uh, <laughs> then it was Plato wasn't it he was stuck behind Ingram um, yeah so Proctor mm-hmm. gets past Ingram but then Plato gets stuck behind him for ages but through the corners he's clearly quicker well yeah but I, clearly Plato was teaching Ingram how to defend <laughs> oh <it's>, uh, <laughs> I just got that <laughs> that took me a while to <laughs> oh yes of course yeah. yes 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 <laughs> It, it, it takes about ten laps, but it gets it's too part, long. Yeah. It's too long for the for the car speed differential he had in that race. Yeah, it was a nice move, but it was really good to lap fifteen, which I think was the second mm-hmm. last lap. Although there's a bit of rubbish. It's not him. I think it's a bit unfortunate. It almost like is it Ingram turns into his back right wheel a bit almost, or it's hard to tell from that angle. Yeah. They both sort of 
awkwardly go through the chicane. Ingram cuts it, mm-hmm. and Turkington nearly gets all of them. Yeah, he, well, he gets them, but then Ingram gets past. Mm-hmm. Um, I think back through the complex, he goes around outside. Yeah, mm. it was it was a nice move on Ingram though. I know Ingram had the way; mm. it was still a nice move, but yeah, just took too it's, long. Was ten, around outside, yeah. Ten laps mm-hmm. too late. Yeah, because the pack in front there had disappeared. He's I can't drive, so um, I feel like I've been too critical of him recently. It was a really good move. And it was. It was almost Turkington-esque where he stalked for ages and ages and then made the one decisive. Move. Yeah. I would say though that on board, I don't think he was that much slower, or if at all, than the Hyundai. Um, although, of course, the Hyundai had had ballast on, on it, so it's not a fair comparison. Mm. But on those complaints that we mentioned before about Plato talking about straight line speed, I think he's changed his tune a bit. I feel like at the start maybe he was lobbying. Maybe I was wrong here for like, oh, it's the Swindon engine, the Tucker engine, but it, it's not. No. But he did actually say in an interview, maybe it's because our car is too old hat in terms of its mm. aerodynamic profile. And we've mentioned this before. Now, I think you might have corrected me saying that, oh, well, they were newer chassis. But it seems like, to me, that even like the Cooper at the start of the year and the Hyundai and the Toyota, they're like newer generation road cars. Yeah. And there's some, you know, there are shared parts, but there is something you can do with the makeup of the chassis, I'm sure of it. Well, the chassis was brand new, but obviously the body shells were But the design might not be, and the body shells might not be. Yeah, exactly. So there's something there. So he did actually talk about that which mm. I thought was interesting and he also mentioned intercooler design which is an area where you can fabricate your own thing or get a company yeah. to do it and there, there are it's not a shared part and Team Dynamics in 2019 or was it the 2020 I believe they upgraded their intercooler over the BTC cars which had the same engine and was it Chilton drove for BTC last, last year didn't he? Yeah Mm-hmm. He was saying, oh, the the dynamics car is quicker on a straight line. And the conclusion was, well, the only difference is they've got this new intercooler package. Mm. And Plato was also talking about that, that maybe they need to go look and develop the intercooler package to try and get some more speed out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, two have. two areas you can actually develop in the British Touring Car Championship is the, the choice of aerodynamic body style and the chassis rigidity and where you mount stuff, and then also intercoolers. And that's really boring, and I rambled on a lot. So race two, please, sorry. <laughs> well, there was still the uh, the one lingering thing. Where did Sam Smelt finish? Oh, <laughs> and oh, he was in the pits, wasn't he? He was twenty sixth and lapped, but he was on TV because he was being lapped or nearly lapped. Well, when uh, Paul Rivette lost it out of church, uh, Sam Smelt took to the grass in avoidance, and I did uh, think at the time that, that he probably had to pit to clear out the rads, and then he was forty five mm. seconds behind after that. Not ideal. So yeah. When he was ahead of Butcher, though, and Butcher was fighting for position, right? But uh, they didn't catch him. No, that's true. <laughs> At that point in the race, he had enough speed. So it goes to show sometimes if you qualify higher up, you'll have an overall better weekend, mm. I think. Wow, that's the most obvious statement ever said on a motorsport <laughs> podcast. I hope so he gets far. up to speed soon. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that car. I hope he gets up to speed. They yeah. need two tires at the sharp end, don't they? They do. Yeah. So, good win for Cook. Yes. He took fastest lap mm-hmm. as well. Jake Hill, I don't think he's won a race this year. Nope, but... It's still only ever won one race in Touring Cars. Yeah. Is it? In the so Audi. Yeah. Well, he won two on track because he got disqualified. Uh, was it disqualified or penalised when he took Matt, Matt Neal yeah. off? Alton. Race two, then. Same story at start again. Third place takes second mm-hmm. off the line. 
Uh, Aaron Taylor Smith retired on the formation lap. I think he had a drive shaft yeah. failure. Oh, uh, yeah. And that almost delayed the start, right? Well, it did kind of, but I always thought, ooh, another warm up lap and restart and all this, but they, they yeah. got it going. Yep, and then it was uh, Butcher managed to get up to third for the complex, and then it was free wide for third. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. As Sutton kind of squeezed through the middle of both. I Hill don't understand how he got a run at that point. I, but I think off camera, Hill and Butcher had contact around that right hander. Possibly. I saw mm. Hill got back underneath Butcher. Yeah, you, you, uh, you just saw it as that. something was going to happen and it cut away. And yeah. you just sort of think, well. And then Sutton just suddenly drove through the middle of the pair of them. I think there's been a bit of a rub. Butcher had damage late in the race, but I wasn't sure if it came later when he was fighting Ingram mm. or came I think it did. here. Ingram, they showed an onboard where Ingram hit the back of his car. Yeah. Mm. So I'm assuming the the damage came from that. But I, true, I was questioning it as well. Like, oh, where's that come from? But hell of a move by Sutton again. Yeah. Mm, again. They're good. They're going to end up paying back that infinity, aren't they? Even though if it's um, a Sutton advantage, not an mm-hmm. Ingram advantage. Actually, yeah, Another thing is, by the way, the oh, the rear wheel drive starts. I don't think if you watch Sutton, he doesn't get a great start. All the infi- all the infinities, they don't leap off the line like the BMWs do. No, and the rear wheel drive starts have definitely been curtailed. Qualified, they have. But even so, it to me is a WSR advantage on that front. Mm-hmm. How they set up the software or the boost or the suspension or the gear ratio, what diff, whatever they're doing. Yeah. Because even with the Subaru days, the BMWs still started better than the Subaru. So anyway. Yeah, the, the Rob Collard factor. Back. Rob Collard factor, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. I missed the Rob Collard factor. I don't. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, both Hondas have an issue. Bad, um, bad form. Yeah. Yes, Terrible. Dan Robottom and Sheridan both, I think, pit at that point. Tuckenham pulls a nice move on Adam Morgan. And mm. then we cut to a replay where Jed Edwards jumps to start, bad. stops, well, and then goes again. The thing about that was the... It was so bad that it wasn't even considered a jump start because she went so no. early <laughs> and then stopped that it was classified as an out of position start. Ah, yeah. It wasn't a jump start because the lights hadn't no. even come on yet. <laughs> no. I, I don't understand what she was looking at. She maybe was like looking down at her dash and all of a sudden realized there was no lights. Yeah, she might have gone apparent. when the lights came on. Oh. Maybe, I don't know. But As opposed to off? Yeah, weird. I don't know. Maybe it was a delay at the start. If it was a wait for Taylor oh, Smith, it maybe yeah. threw, threw it off. Mm. She was maybe she maybe wasn't paying attention and just thinking it must be time to go. Maybe it's like but, there was a rumor back in the early Williams F1 day when they used to get really good starts in the early noughties, right? Mm. Where their start was actually set to the world clock when the race starts, as opposed to the lights going out mm-hmm. or something weird. Yeah, because they always used to start at a set time and then they brought in a randomizing a randomization factor. Yeah, to it, apparently. Right. So maybe Jade Edwards has got that. that it could be. <laughs> but yeah, that was so. Especially when they showed the replay, because they showed the replay first of her, like just parked at the back of whoever was in front of her. <laughs> yeah, at least she stopped. Yeah. There's that classic clip I mentioned before in Australia where the guy on pole gets. He just goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm I made it wrong. I'm going. See yeah. ya. <laughs> he gets a penalty that means he's still in the lead. <laughs> yeah, that, that was brilliant. Oh. That was in the Utes, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pastor Maldonado, didn't he do that at Spa 2012 when Grosjean had his massive crash? Oh, he might have done. Yeah, you're right. He got a massive false start, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah. he went flying up to like second. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Pastor. 
just trying to think the last drivers that were on the podium for Williams. It must go Maldonado. That's it. Massa. Oh, yeah, Massa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottas, Bottas yeah. Stroll, mm. and then Russell. Yeah. Oh, Stroll got. Yeah, yeah Baku, course, wasn't it? Shout. And Monza. Didn't he get Monza, podium yep. at both? Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. I've forgotten the Stroll podium. So that's a good shout. Mm. Monza. He did definitely got Monza on Racing Point last year. I think you might be right, though, about the. Or did he qualify oh. really strongly at Monza in the Williams? I think he was on the front row at one Monza race or one Spa mm. race. Anyway, we're on yeah. the touring cars. Sidetrack. Sutton gets back off at real nice along the start line. Cut underneath at the chicane. Mm-hmm. Gave him the inside for turn one. Thought it was nice. He'd done that twice in this race. Butcher and Ingram are fighting again because... Why not? That's just, that's that's just, just all the time. Do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it was, I think it was lap 11. Um, Sutton managed to get past Cook for the lead. Exact same moves he pulled on Olivan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Tuckerton has a decent race. He's on zero weight, so he gets up to seventh, get past Proctor. Mm-hmm. Then lap 15, it kicks off between Butcher and Ingram. <laughs> Butcher runs wide for turn it's one. He's going on for ages, this. Yeah. Which is holding him up back for a while, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He runs wide for the exit of turn one. Mm. On lap 15, and then Ingram managed to get past him through the complex. And Tuckerton tries to nick through as well, but Butcher is really aggressive in yeah. his defence. Manages to keep it. Oh, yeah. Tuckerton's two wheels over that curb on the inside. I thought, oh, here we go. Here's a big crash. Yeah. It was, it was kind of it was unnatural aggressive from him, but Butcher just shut the door. Wasn't having it. Yeah, true. Yeah, Turkerton risked it for a biscuit there. I think he needs to at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. It's not... Well, Sutton's so consistently good. People are going to have to start taking bigger risks. Yeah. yeah. And then it all goes wrong for Tom Ingram. Oh, as, yeah, disaster that. Because that yeah. could have been a good race three grid position and all that. Mm-hmm. As he gets a puncture and is creeping towards the line. I think he got it before the chicane. I got it. Uh, uh, just before church, apparently. Was it? Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. That could have been a big accident. Yeah, because you saw on the replay they showed it. Um, he went off at church um, because the puncture had already happened, but apparently he had it on the run up to church. Oh, mm. right. Which is probably better than through it. Yeah, definitely. Rare to see a... Uh, well, it was only puncture of the weekend, right? Yeah, that's true. But, but Thruxton used to always be puncture central. Yeah. Uh, they they changed the tyres and they're much more resilient and they've changed the kerbs a bit mm. so that was a weird one yeah he drops all the way down to 12 and mm. something finished, always happens yeah something always happens to Ingram yeah. at least this time it wasn't self-inflicted well yeah. we still don't know how he got the puncture very yeah, true true whether it was debris or he's attacked the kerb too hard yeah. or they always used to say you should stay off the curbs for the first couple of laps, but I haven't heard them yeah. say that for a few years. No, they don't. They don't really do that anymore. I don't think. Mm. No, but they meant that Sutton won. We have Josh Cook in second, and he took the fastest lap again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open this... third. Just quickly on that, Cook stayed with Sutton. Yeah, mm. which was impressive. Although he Obviously did, Sutton he did say afterwards he thought that Sutton was just um, gapping yeah, him, stroking it home. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know that phrase is not great. <laughs> That's not a PG phrase. <laughs> Do not Google that, children. 
Yeah, Tom Orphan, third, Hill did well to finish fourth, but eight on. And yeah, Tuckington was pretty strong at six. Yeah, I've completely forgot Oliphant was in this race until the end of a post-race interview. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, where's this guy come from? <laughs> Two podiums <laughs> in a row. Yeah, it wasn't and much of it. No. It was a Jack quiet Mitchell. weekend all round. Yeah, Jack Mitchell retired in the Cupra, but oh, didn't right. see why. No, mm. I missed that. Tom Chilton, another poor weekend so far. Mm. Yeah, that seems to be par for the course at the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did say something interesting, but I'll come to that in a bit. The the grid draw was funny. So it comes to, goes to Ash Sutton, and neither him or Steve Ryder can really hear each other. Yeah. And so he pulls it out, and then he just walks off. But Steve Ryder's asking him a question. Yeah. <laughs> and he's oh, still so reading out the names about... as well, isn't he? Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah so what do you think about that? Oh. Yeah, he's still reading out who is in positions 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and Ash is already just like, well, it's number 8. doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's brilliant. And we shouldn't forget that Sam Smelt finished 22nd. Oh, how could I forget? I forget every time, man. <laughs> I'm going to feel bad if Sam Smelt ever hears this. I know. Yeah. Well, sorry. And Jason. It's, <laughs> it's not out of hatred. And David I'll, Croft. Well, I hope it does well because I like that car. We did start the season basically saying he wasn't good enough to be fair in our previews uh, but <laughs> we've kind of adopted him as a pet. <laughs> right, yeah. It's a loving um, mm. call out. Yeah. It was straight before I think we said before it was strange given his lack of experience mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think we all said at the start we hope it comes good. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. And we I mean hope well. We mean well. It's all fun and games. Uh, so Adam Morgan's on pole and then Ford takes second off the line funnily enough yeah so Tuckington gets second and then it gets really tight through turn one between I think Olfant and Butcher there's a couple of other cars side by side and then Jade Edwards must hate going round there must hate Fruxton she loves the Allard wall oh dear Shedden tries to nick through the middle of I think it's is it Taylor Smith Hamilton is it Hamilton and Edwards and his rear left catches the front right of Edwards and they both go flying into the barrier not good for Shedden not good for no. Edwards just not a good look heavy damage to the BTC car yeah I still can't believe Shedden drove that back to the pits either well yeah that was crazy do you know what though did you see she gets out and she's raging yeah <laughs> she's like gesticulates at him slams the door she comes around to the car she points her finger and then he reverses away yeah. I was like ah that's why he made it back to the pits mm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really that. his fault to be, it's, well it's more his no. fault than Jade's but it Correct. there wasn't it's much that could have been done yeah I'd um, agree with that Hamilton moved slightly Shedden reacted slightly more and there was just no room there, there is more space to his Shedden's right but he sort of reacted to a movement hasn't he yeah Mm. It's just one of those things, I think. Certainly not what underneath did earlier uh, on no. in the year. So. I feel bad for uh, BTC because I've had quite a few big repairs yeah, already, yeah, right. and that's going to be another pretty big rebuild. Well, they don't have many sponsors. No, and I don't know if Jade has to cover her own costs as well. Yeah, I don't know. Because some of the drivers Probably. do have to cover some of their accident damage. Mm-hmm. I think there's, uh, there's going to be some sponsorship fundraising the next few weeks mm. get that car back going well now so little... Bert Taylor's no longer at the team we don't get emails and LinkedIn messages from him I'd beg him for sponsorship 
which is <laughs> quite refreshing. But I don't, I don't know how the team is funded, and it's not for us to speculate, I guess. But I no. Cook's got loads of sponsorship on his car, so that's good. The others seem a bit little light, let's say. Mm. So, safety car. Although, before the safety car, Jake Hill did manage to sneak past Rory Butcher as well, just before the safety Ooh. car was displayed. Well, I missed that. Did it? Yeah, I must have missed that. Well, then safety car. Yes. <laughs> then safety car. Um... Adam Morgan goes real late on restart. It does a proper yeah, Magello restart. Magello restart. Silly. What what did that remind you of? Other than Magello? Any BTC reference there? BTC reference? Yes, but I can't think what it is. I'm going to go with <laughs> Tom Boardman at Knock Hill. Ah, uh, yes. When? Can you remember when Tom Boardman won at Knock Hill by taking out Plato? And Plato <laughs> <No>. went mental. <laughs> Right, so they came over turn one, turn one and they tapped him, and Plato went spearing off into the barriers. So that's a f- infamous incident. Uh, you know, big thing. Plato takes out his steering wheel, throws it in the car, and it's like, oh man. And I would be annoyed with him. It was that year when, must be 2011, where he was in a natural aspirate and other people had turbos. Mm-hmm. So he was raging about that all year. Anyway, what people forget is. In the safety car reset, coming down to the knockhill hairpin, Bald- the safety car's coming in, lights are off, right? Mm-hmm. Baldwin's got control. He sort of goes, but then stops at the hairpin, so everybody behind crashes into each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, here we go, this is it. But Morgan kept his speed, but it was just like, wow. Everyone was bunching over the start-finish strip, weren't they? Yeah. I'm, I'm fairly certain, it only showed it on a replay briefly, Carl Baldwin went off. Oh. On the straight, yeah. He was trying to avoid someone else in front of him who was bunching or slowing or not gone, and he'd obviously gone and ended up on the grass on the left. There was a... Paul O'Neill did say that he thought there was going to be investigations because people were overtaking before the line. Uh, yes, there, but there it was is... the end of the day, Paul, and that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there is investigations into that. Oh, is there? They will be held at Croft. Ah. Ingram was definitely alongside someone, but I don't know if it backed mm-hmm. out. I'm, well, I'll be interested... Oh, I keep saying interesting to see, but... For me, boldly like, overtook someone on the grass and then came back on the track. <laughs> so, so yeah. it doesn't say who, it. but it does say a number of drivers will be investigated for potentially overtaking before the line. Right. Well, but I think we'll Morgan might peeled on that. Told off for that as well. He might mm. do, yeah. So this will be a provisional result for this race. The so, Shed and Edwards incident is also going to be investigated in Croft. All of the incidents in race three will be investigated. Oh yeah, across. yeah. So they were clearly getting out of their sharpest. Yeah, it's just like hanging, hanging around here. <laughs> yeah. Let's move the bus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ingram gets around Sutton through the chicane at the restart, mm. and mm. I think Ash, I think he probably did back out of it. Yeah. Rather than try and fight it, but it did let Plato squeeze through, and then Smiley got Miles to get through as well. For the complex, I think it was. Yeah. So, Ash has got a lead, so, but he did lose three spaces there. I mean, he probably could have fought it a bit harder. Yeah, mm. I don't think he needed to. But, yeah, know. true. Then we see Sam Smelt in the wall. Yeah. Uh, Still not entirely ooh. sure how. Yeah, <laughs> quite far, isn't it? Campbell, right? Yeah, it was completely looked like he just went straight on. But all the replay showed was boredly spinning around I'm still not convinced he was touched or not because I couldn't really tell from the angle but it looked uh, like he was I felt Alan and Taylor Smith had a part to play in that yeah um, but you're right it's not that, conclusive that's all we saw so. because Sam mm. Smelt was behind but Smelt's behind him yeah he's, he's like I'm wondering two or three cars behind that 
yeah, pure speculation that Bordley's spun around and mm. unsighted uh, smelts clipped him somehow and like broken part of the car. Yeah, it's the only reason I don't think of we're going straight on into the barrier. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, especially if Bordy like it looked like he flawed the throttle, so it might have started spinning and then gone, gone the other way. Yeah, unexpectedly, which he did at Cobb earlier on in the year. Mm. It wasn't his fault to be punted, but then it kept sort of spinning. And it took out Butcher, if you remember. Yeah, I think he needs to either lift off or brake or steer, you know, do something different in the reaction. <laughs> but 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 we didn't see it, so this is no. completely out of order. I did try and troll yeah. YouTube to see if anyone had a, a fan clip of it. Oh yeah, I couldn't good find one. anything. Uh, fair enough. Bordley seemed like he was getting up to speed at Knock Hill last week, but it was a kind of step back again. Yeah, this, both him and Moffat were slow around here. Yeah. Just well, I'm not going to praise Ash Sutton again, but yeah. Oh, Ollie uh, Jackson was also missing this weekend. I don't know what was going on. Uh, well, well, speaking of, he'll be speaking of shortly. Yeah. Um. Ingram was it Ingram? It was yeah, yeah. outside of Oliphant. Which corner was it though? That was it. Nobles. Yeah. Oh was yeah, it that Noble was good. or Nobles? Noble, sure. I think. But yeah, but yeah, I classified that as a ballsy move. Because <laughs> 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 he was right yeah, on the was... marbles all the way around the outside yeah, and just kept yeah, it yeah. pinned. That was good. Plus, he gets the uh, fastest lap as well at this point. Mm-hmm. And then there's the safety car, number two. Yep. I'm we like, don't see what happened here either, do we? No, that was for the Sam Smelt recovery. It was just a delay and putting the safety oh, car out. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It, it was like a lap later, ahead. I think, that they brought the safety car out. Uh, right. Which would probably actually add credence to the fact that there was maybe a breakage in the suspension because maybe they thought they could just move the car and then realise they it. couldn't. Yeah. Maybe. Restart again. Yep. And actually, actually on that, I think Ingram almost got past L or not. I think it was uh, Campbell. Oh, okay. But he had to back out because it was so yellow flag. Ah, uh, yes. yeah, correct. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And, but anyway, I should get him for the Oh, I just remembered he drove into the back of Plato at the start of this race. Around <laughs> Seagrave. It's a live weekend, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this restart, but better. Cleaner from Morgan. Yeah, goes earlier, doesn't but, he? But then Ollie Jackson coming through Campbell just goes straight. Um, he t- it seems like he takes the first part, right-hander, and then goes straight off, broken front right. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know if there was contact or if he no. broke it over the curb yeah. or what had happened, didn't but see. something had snapped. It was a shame because he wasn't anywhere this weekend either. Mm-hmm. No, completely nowhere. So then safety car number three. <laughs> Yeah. Right, is that what it is? Wow. Adam Morgan's the luckiest man ever in some ways. Uh, many ways. The lo- <laughs> he lost a lot of, yeah, he lost a lot of laps here, but it was kind of keeping a gap Sturkington at this point. Mm-hmm. But then there's an another restart and I think a lap two or three laps, I think it's three laps before the end, Morgan then locks up at going towards the final chicane and then straight lines it. And goes from about a seven tenths lead to two and a half seconds lead, <laughs> and then takes a lap and a half to slow back down to where he, he should be. Yeah. If I was Colin Turnton, I'd be mightily angry about it because he's mm. just lost two laps of attacking. Yeah, he was angry after the race apparently, but not to the media. Um, there was right. people saying that he was complaining about it, but what can you do? But yeah, to me, well, it's the something stewards could do something. That because. Yeah. 
one thing I was thinking about is that if you go across that chicane, then any other corner, if you go in that quick, you're just going off on the grass. You've lost the place and maybe many places. Mm-hmm. But because of where that corner is, you just go straight on and ignore the corner. So if you have the option to do that, I know you could put a wall across to stop people going, but then it's dangerous if someone loses mm. the brakes, etc. So if you have to cut that much of the chicane, you should be given an instant five-second penalty, is my view. Oof. Boom. You know, if you cut yeah, the, the little bits like um, Morgan, um, not Morgan, sorry, like Ingram and Cook did Cook. at the same time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a different matter. But if you ignore the corner completely like that, I feel you should be penalised straight away for it. Unless you've been put there through contact. Yes, but he just completely outbreaks himself. Yeah. The thing with that is, I heard someone saying, oh, it should've, he, should've just, he should've lost the position. I don't think he should've lost the position. See, I do. Reversed it. Do you think reversed it back? Only, it to, because as I say, if it's another corner, you're going to lose that position. Mm. Because you would've gone off the track and you wouldn't have been able to keep it. For me, I just think you have to redress it and close back in again. I think that will be fine. Because if he's... Like, Turkington wasn't even making a move at that point. No. He's not even trying. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Either way is wrong. And it should, so, uh, so, yeah. something should happen. It's just the tricky bit is deciding what to do, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I I thought it was pretty disrespectful. Because there's no effort to redress at all. No. No. He just, and the by the end of the race, yeah. Turkington is quicker and gets to, gets to him. And you just think, well, mm-hmm. if Turkington was behind him earlier on in the race, that could have been overtakes for the lead. You know? well, the, the, the the lead gap between the two was three tenths at the end. Mm-hmm. So, so Morgan will argue, oh, I've slowly decreased it. But he didn't. Well, he did, but far too slowly, I yeah. think. He should, he should have stopped on the start finish line, mm. essentially. Because mm-hmm. I think after a lap it was down to 1.3, where previously it was only like seven tenths. So he, was still, mm-hmm. he still had that advantage and then slowly gave it back. Mm. To me, it needs to be instant back to what it was. Yeah. And he didn't do that, so I'm surprised they didn't penalise him immediately. But mm-hmm. I think they'll need to look at it, and if they're not going to, I'm not yeah, he's not under investigation it a, for it. It, ga- no, it gained it was, an advantage. There's no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. He did, and and it was obvious similar, and embarrassing. Similar to the Ingram one in race one, where Ingram mm. did give the position. Yeah, when I don't think Proctor was making a move, but he was close. Yeah. Uh, this one's pretty similar. The gap's probably a little bit bigger, but it's still left to try it gains an advantage, a lasting advantage, because he, he didn't have to defend from Tuckington for two laps. Mm. It's gonna be, I'm, I'm surprised they're not even looking at it. I thought they would, definitely would have. It's, it's, it's not a good look if they don't. Be, uh, a penalty. Of some, yeah, it should some be. Some, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, or, or you just you do you do your best to mm-hmm. close it up or something. None of that. It just it came from a front lockup again. Yeah. Which we've seen the BMWs in the uh, Sicily camp do most all of the season. Mm-hmm. When Morgan did he win at Brands Hatch, and he was locking up left, right, and centre. Yeah, I think uh, so. Chilton said before the race, it's because they're both adapting to rear wheel drive, which mm. isn't just how the car behaves through the corner on the exit of the corner. It does. The front wheel drive cars have a very aggressive and effective differential at the front, which basically means you can. Hardly ever lock up the front wheels unless you're Rick Parfit like he did at runs. <laughs> <laughs> but in essence, you can just slam on the brakes as hard as you can, and even still, still turn a bit, and it won't won't lock up. Mm. Whereas on the rear wheel drive, you have to brake hard, but then bleed off the brakes yeah. much, much smoother and much earlier. 
and that's taken them a lot of time to get used to. That's one of the reasons why they're uh, Morgan's got some good results, but him and Chilton generally are slower than WSR ones mm-hmm. over over most of the races. I think they are slower. It's just Morgan's made yeah. good use the, of the reverse grids. Exactly, I would agree with that. Um, I just yeah, yeah. Not for me that cutting the skin there in that fashion. Plato did it in 2007, but that was he was trying to catch up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't make it acceptable. I don't know. Um, Ingram and Butcher had another fight. Yeah, and Tom, oh, so Levy. Tom won, as they, I mean, he did never race apart from when he had the puncture, mm-hmm. and he came out in fifth. Um, so it finished with Morgan, Colin Turton, and Senna Proctor on another podium. For oh him. Mm-hmm. yeah, forgot I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, he was quiet this race, just sitting in third. I said he'd take a win, and I was wrong. He did. Um, Got the wrong BTC car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, six foot seven. (laughs) That's what they always used to call him in the Clio's for some reason. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Richard John Neal always called him six foot center. Six foot center? He's bigger than six foot. (laughs) Yeah. Really? He he pushed past me, and I'm six foot. He's about an extra (laughs) half a foot taller than me. (laughs) Guy's a massive boy. He's a man mountain. <laughs> he doesn't need ballast in his car. He's huge. <laughs> I wouldn't want to upset him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm staying quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, End I, of podcast. I've, I've, he's he's going to hear this. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Um, what's any other interesting results? Stephen Jelly 15th again. Didn't see him all weekend. There was a lot of anonymous people this weekend. He went off in free practice, I think, Stephen Jillian. Damaged his car, maybe? Mm. Don't know. Moffat didn't notice all weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got a penalty, did he? Did he? Uh, yeah. uh, one second for race getting an uns- in race one. One second for getting an unfair advantage during an incident with Ollie Jackson, but I don't know what that was. No, because we never saw him on telly. <laughs> nope. No. Uh, Ash Sutton, I'm going to finish 10th, but we feel weight on. Who cares? Yeah. We've had a great weekend. So did Ingram, to be fair, if it wasn't for that puncher. I think he had a, yeah. a great performance this weekend, just not a great mm. result in terms of the points. 30-point gap, which is big. Mm. It is, but it can all turn around quickly. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm struggling to see <laughs> what's going to happen. Not, in my opinion. I think you can pretty much discount anyone outside the top five now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. So, Sutton, Shedden bad year. Yeah. Sutton 210, Ingram 180, Cook 173, Hill 171. Those two are still in there considering their inconsistencies. Yeah. Yeah. And Tuckington 169. He's always in. Do you think, do you think Hill will win a race this year? He deserves to. But I don't know. It qualifies won. too well in race one. Yeah. To then not get the average results in race one, race two, and get a reverse grid. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. He's, he's always he's, third or fourth, it seems. Yeah. So he'll finish race one third or fourth. Then he'll mm-hmm. have to wait until finish, I don't know, seventh Sixth. or eighth or retire. <laughs> Sixth, yeah. Then he'll get like fourth or fifth on the reverse grid. Yeah. So it's consistent points. I hope he does, though, for the team as well. Yeah, me too. Me too. Deserves it. Hmm. Yeah, I think he stepped up a lot this year, actually. Oh, yeah. Cars helped, no doubt. Yeah. But he's also thrashed his teammates as well, which helps. Yeah, who are they? It's qualifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's qualifying pace <laughs> is, is the most impressive thing that's sort of flown under the radar. Because mm. Ollie Jackson's done okay at times, but yeah. not 
brilliant. He did quite well last year, but not so much this year. Not so far, yeah. And the other two four drivers. Nowhere. Yeah. But it is a competitive car if you if you get the mm-hmm. right driver style. Anyway. Yeah, and Ingram got fastest lap. I think what's interesting is Sutton has now actually been involved in any incidents this year, really. Mm-hmm. So yeah. far. Whereas, whereas last year he had a few which pegged him back. Well, last year, both him and Turgenton had incidents at Croft, and that's where we're headed next. Yeah. Mm. That's There's almost a segue. some big problems at Croft for someone, isn't there? But it's sh- Who's he going to be? People talk about, ooh, rear-wheel drive, knock hill. Croft is the one. Yeah. Uh, although I do think front, I like front-wheel drive cars, I, so I do think like uh, one of the Dynamics cars will be on the front row again in qualifying. Proctor for the win? No. <laughs> They'll build it as his home track because it's the only one slightly in the north. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not kill closer to where he's from than this. No. It is closer to where he's from, I think. Ah, okay. It's not his home, you know. Mm. <laughs> Home track should be used if you like you live in the same county, let's say. <laughs> yeah. So eighteenth, nineteenth September Croft, and then it's Silverson the week after. So back to back turn curves. Nice. Donington oh. and then end of October twenty fourth, twenty fourth is Brands Hatch to finish it out. Dun, dun, dun. The most dangerous track in Britain. Brands yeah. Hatch. Oh, because uh yeah, GT World Challenge race uh, McLaren Ended up in the woods. Yeah. That is a track that needs catch fences in more places than it has. I think it's only got really one. Or maybe two. No, it's got more at the back these days since I've been. Is there? Yeah. Uh, DTM required it, I think. But it doesn't mm-hmm. really have them on the outside there because I guess there's no fans to protect, right? No. But maybe that's the thinking behind it. And also but it's there's a trees, right hand Yeah. But... It's not the first time, by a long shot, the cars have gone off that way. Mm. Yeah, that's no. true. And I just, I think it's, there's been too many incidents over the last mm. few years, and even the last few months, where I think they need to take a look at that track. There's not enough, um, it's just, it's very narrow. And I'm fine with the asphalt being narrow, but the runoff areas are narrow. Yeah, because there isn't runoff there at all, is there? No, no, no. But the the thing is, it's all trees, and do they get in trouble for deforestation? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's either. all sorts of regulations around that, so you've got to be careful. I don't know if they even own the land, that side. Yeah, might be someone else's. Mm. Tricky one. Mm. I'm with you, though, Colin. Yeah, I agree. Still maybe planning my year-end trip there. But we'll oh, see. yeah, I keep forgetting to think about that. <laughs> um, and another year where they're not running the full Silverstone, which I just, I know they'll never do. <laughs> I, I want them to. Do you want the days of the F1 support race? With yeah. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, it would be amazing, that. Just a one-off we... race where they have one qualifying session and it's a full lap. Yeah. And ten lap, you know, five lap, six lap race, whatever. Bring back Go Bridge f- Corner just for it. That's hard to say. Bring back Oh, bridge. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. I don't yeah. know if you saw it when you went there, Colin. Yeah, yeah, it's not usable, but it's, it's, it's still there, there, though. Yeah, it's still there. You walk up. Oh, depending on the entrance, you walk over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a Lewis Hamilton mural painted on the wall there. Was there? Oh, there was when at Silverstone oh. during the Grand Prix. Um, yeah, I loved that corner. That was a, mm. that up into what's the Wellington Street now was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That medium length Silverstone was 
not great at the time, but it's so much better than what they use now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're going to redevelop that and totally rip up the old bridge bit of track. Um, but I think that's a shame because I liked that. Well, I'm glad I it was, ni- it. it was nice to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think we care about the team's championship, do we? Nah. Nah. Let's go <laughs> to BTC bed. BTC and laser, laser tools are equal and free fairly. Oh. So. I don't BTC might win a team's championship. Interesting. I mm. hope so. And uh, Dan Robottom's leading the Jack Sears. What about the board I always forget the name of? That I forgot the name of again. <laughs> the Clubfoot Award. <laughs> the Clubfoot Award. The Kasabian Award. Uh, the uh, the Wingfoot Award. Haven't they been cancelled? Anyway. <laughs> what was it? I think the lead singer Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Colin Turkington's ahead Woo. of Jake Hill Jake by Hill's one point. Yeah. Which I don't know how this is calculated, so this means nothing to me. It's the amount of overtakes, isn't it? No, it's qualifying, isn't it? Oh, yes, no, it was overtakes about two years ago. Yeah, yeah. it changes all the time and all this. <laughs> yeah. Now F1's that, copied the old British Touring Car formula. Yeah, which, I think that's British Touring Cars has gone, oh, we're going to change that and because it's not very good. Mm. Formula 1's gone, oh, let's give this a go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's average qualifying position, I think. And uh, oh, Jack Battelle won a Jack Sears Award for the first time. I don't know if you saw that. At the weekend. Mm. Ah, right. Uh, Is that that? Highest place rookie driver, person without podium or non podium. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, well done. Yep, and off to Croft so. next as well, so we can play the traditional Croft bingo. Will they end up in the wheat fields? Will they mention it's a ah. rear wheel drive com- <laughs> um, dominated track? Yeah, will someone <laughs> what about hit the potato off? F- oh, yeah, the potato field. Will someone yep. knock over the um, polystyrene barriers? Yes, is it a tire stack or just polystyrene over there these days? It always used to be a tire step, but I think it's the uh, yeah, it should the weird name thing. Yeah. Then will someone dive into the hairpin and take someone out and still keep the position? There's what a bitch! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's many things that always happen at Croft. Is someone going to cut that chicane? Oh, that one cut the chicane. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Mm. But before that, we're at Zandvoort yes. for Max Verstappen's second home race in a week. Max, Max, Super Max. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be watching this weekend's race on mute. Because <laughs> two, two days straight of Super Max, I just, no. Yeah. Kind of, too much. Too Why much. was it on the coverage? It will be. Yeah, <laughs> it will be there. <laughs> it will be this weekend. Does the entire track will be orange. It'll be quite, it'll be quite, a, I mean, amazing. It'll be, it'll be a nice spectacle to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it'll tie up pretty quick. He's going to dominate, I think. Mm, yeah, probably. Mm. I hope the pit exit is actually better in real life than it is in the game. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not sure about that. How big a crash do you think there's going to be at the final corner? Hmm. Spectacular. Because I do think is... there's going to be tyre controversy. Yeah. I am that... so surprised that the corner's there in an F1 race. Do you think someone could leap the barriers? Ava style. Probably not, but someone mm. could easily end up in the catch fence. Mm, yeah, or like, a, given, like an IndyCar race, yeah. Yeah, given the speed and how steep that bank is, I'm just mm. so shocked it didn't take that away for F1. I think you're overestimating the fact that it'll be actually close racing. <laughs> That's true. Mm. <laughs> Very true. The banking was actually put in for F1, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Weirdly. Yeah. Not recent, I'm assuming, like yeah. back in the day. 
Recent? Uh, no, no, recent. Yeah, they yeah, totally yeah. reprofiled that corner before they got the. Um, but it was because of race. COVID, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's mad. I'm just yeah. so surprised because you don't see banked corners like that in F1. Uh, they changed nah. that and also turn four, which is really banked, but also really slow as well. Yeah. Oh, that'll be really mm. one thing to watch. Uh, people's different lines around there. Because we yeah. watch touring car racing around there. Tom Coronel's got the best line. He is from well, Netherlands and yeah. he does driver days there every week. Where it's like, <laughs> he sort of breaks in the middle of the track. He, he, he doesn't do a conventional racing line or an outside line. He ends up sort of in the middle and Ving it off. And I wonder if they'll do that in F1. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Well, on sure that one, there could be lots of different lines. On his YouTube channel. Oh, there is. Yes, there is. Because he does release about 30 a day, I think. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has he followed you and unfollowed you? Into, oh, no, that's his brother and he doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> don't know if you ever saw that but anyway we we need to wait no. <laughs> indeed yeah. well, that one's going to be carnage that's, I, that's what I, I think just, yeah, yeah maybe but then I don't think anything will happen after that no uh, I agree with just you. the sight if it was there in person the sight of those cars going that quick around the track would be quite interesting mm. but you'd have to put up with Supermax for two or three um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't have a Super Lewis chant or anything no let's not start one no. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So, well, this was longer than I expected because there was no F1 race. But yeah, if you that's, made bad. It through, that's bad. If you, Sorry, everybody. If you, made, if you made it this far, well done. And uh, we'll be back next week with the Zandvoort review. <laughs> <laughs> then, maybe an Italian review. We'll see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I think. I think. I think some of us might not be here for that, but we'll we'll get something out. Yeah. And so, but we'll be back next week with Zandbrook. That's so what we'll see you then. Thank you very much, and sorry for roughing on a lot this week. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Let's go round again. That's the ending. <laughs> oh, Tom, you you still was the John Band rap from oh, two months yeah. ago. Well, that was I can't remember that now. I practiced, you know, did it ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> next week. Diddle diddle doo diddle diddle doo diddle diddle doo diddle diddle doo.